the key thing for us has been to build a solution that is really simple and effective, right? Simple and effective. So some of the companies that touch on our space offer elements, but don't really kind of deliver that full, full capability. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Avant Breen of Canary Bant. It's great to have you on the show. It's great to be here, Gresh. Thanks so much for having us. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on and hear about all the awesome things that you and your team are working on. And before we jumped into that, I wanted to read a little bit more about Bant so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Bant is a noted marketing and media executive, entrepreneur, and academic. In 2010, he was inducted to the AAF Advertising Hall of Achievement, and he is the founder and chairman of Canary, an award-winning global professional reputation management and talent branding solutions company. And in March of 2020, Bant received his PhD and lectures on marketing, executive reputation, and and artificial intelligence impact on media at Blank Kierna in Universidad Roman Yule in Barcelona, Spain. I'm not sure how much I nailed that or how much I missed it, but hopefully I got somewhere close. It was close. excellent, Gresh. Crushed <laughs> Thank it. You. You Magnifique. Crushed it. <laughs> I deserve high I feel like you're. <laughs> I feel like you're from Barcelona. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I, I might be from there. I might have just went there a couple of times and had some really good food. So uh, either or, we're, we're pretty close. That's all that matters, right, Ben? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I'm really excited to to chat. Let's let's go for it. Let's make it happen. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. I like to call it your CEO story. Oh, sure. Well, most of my background is actually uh, in the marketing world. Uh, after after I finished graduate school, I uh, I was I, I I took a job with a, a marketing holding group called WPP. Uh, it was called the WPP Fellowship, and uh, it was a special program that basically exposed me to a variety of marketing disciplines at a relatively young age, whether it be I mean, identity consulting and uh, media, advertising, events. And um, it, it kind of gave me a great foundation to really think about communications from a very holistic perspective. Uh, it was also uh, at, at a time where things that are very commonplace today were just emerging. So I, my career started at the kind of the birth of the internet age, and and so I I was a young ambitious person, and I I, I was the person that, that everyone that was a little older than me turned to to ask questions about the internet. What is this internet thing? And suddenly I found myself kind of leading digital marketing at places and. Over over my career, I worked at other groups, other advertising and marketing groups uh, on a lot of branding efforts. Early on, it was things like building branded websites and even things as, as mundane as a, a concept that you may not even know of, Gresh. Uh, there used to be a thing called a screensaver for, uh, for I do. computers. <laughs> um, but, so you don't uh, burn the screen, right? <laughs> exactly. But you know that uh, developed over time. I I, I went on to build some agencies on my own and 
and then joined groups where I essentially was in charge of their digital marketing efforts. Um, most recently, uh, the IPG family of agencies. And then I, I got the I guess the entrepreneurial bug when I had a what I thought was a big idea, and that that is uh, Canary, and that's really been the driving force of my life for the last almost ten years. Nice. I appreciate, you know, hearing your journey. I think so many times, you know, as I, I rattled off all the accolades and success that you have, you sometimes forget about that journey. You, you see somebody that's success and you're just like, okay, well, they woke up and they did that. But there's a lot of, you know, story and expertise and experience that you, you know, had along the way. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it kind of sounds like those range of experiences may have, you know, led you to be able to kind of do all the awesome things you're doing with Canary. You got to think about uh, a lot of different factors. I'm trying to remember, uh, it's one of these one of these uh, books that came out in the last uh, decade, I think it's a Malcolm Gladwell book where he talks about, you know, the rise of someone like uh, Bill Gates and the fact yeah, that he outliers. grew up. Yeah, the, the, uh, the fact that he grew up within five minutes of the University of Washington's computer mm -hmm. center and was able to use it. And That's certainly the, the fact that uh, my career began at the point where the internet was just emerging was a has been a huge factor in my life um it was we i we are i am the generation that basically is that transitional generation from the, the pre-internet era to the post and that led to us and all of the people that i'd say are part of that digital media revolution building what we now know today as digital advertising. And it's been a crazy process. Uh, you know, I think we probably, our, my generation probably has an interesting perspective on all the battles we had with the, 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 the big bosses that were running things pre-digital and, and all the barriers that were put up over the years. But uh, certainly as we've seen over the last, I'd say 30 years, uh, the 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 digital revolution has happened, and uh, it seems like just a, a a one tiny step now in a much broader digital shift. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's here to stay. But like you said, like the innovations and technology just happened at such a rapid pace, it kind of makes you feel like we're just kind of scratching the surface of what we might look at in five years or even sometimes it feels like a year and say this was yeah. absolutely nothing. So I know one of those innovations and things that, you know, you've been working on is Canary. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing, how you're serving the clients that you work? Yeah. So Canary is a company that focuses on working with executives to manage and grow their online presence, really uh, what they look like, what they're saying, and who they're connecting with in the uh, social media space and in search. And so we've built a technology platform that supports that effort, supports uh, the effort in optimizing their profiles for findability and strength of connection and the topics they want to be associated with. Uh, it generates thought leadership content for them, whether that be short form content in the form of things like LinkedIn posts and tweets to longer form content like articles and now uh, quite a bit of video. So we do a lot of video work in our with our system now. And then it links that with the key thought leaders in uh, you know, over a hundred different business verticals uh, that matter to become a thought leader in that space. And we grow their audience and influence over time as well. So, you know, it's, it's an all encompassing solution. I, I really, I, I'd say the genesis of the idea came from 
uh, a realization that there was a wealth of tools that was being made available to brands and enterprises to kind of optimize and grow what they were doing. But there was little uh, out there that really supported executives and individuals. And so uh, I set out to build something that really had to be catered to that audience. And, you know, after 10 years, we've, we've, we're growing. It's been a 10 years seems like a long time, but uh, it feels like it was like a blink of the eye. So very fast. Yeah, absolutely. When you're moving and, and grooving like really, really fast and you get to see like uh, the, the baby as you use that metaphor and start to take the first steps and start to run and to sprint and do all those things. It, it, it sounds like it's, it's pretty awesome to kind of see uh, you you march out and grow. And so you might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? As a product, I would say, you know, the, the key thing things that we've done is we've we've developed a solution that allows us to generate a lot of content, manage a lot of op- optimization and growth at a compelling kind of price position. Our goal is to basically make the customer have an as easy of an experience in this process as possible. The key thing for us has been to build a solution that is really simple. And effective, right? Simple and effective. So some of the companies that touch on our space offer elements, but don't really kind of deliver that full, full capability. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, mm-hmm. a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, there, there have been so many different moments in as a CEO. And so you know, l- let me kind of probably talk about the thing that has put us onto a, a, a like an incredible growth spurt over the last several years. So COVID was a fascinating moment. You know, I think we 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 like everybody thought we were going to be you know dead in the water uh, last March, where we all kind of were scratching our heads on the meaning of life. Um, you know, I clearly remember lying on my living room floor, <laughs> staring at the ceiling, like, "What the hell is going on in the world?" Yeah, but by April, yeah, but by April of last year, things really started to turn around, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that we went into kind of a bit of a, uh, like a war room mode, if that makes any sense, where, you know, we were having calls every morning, early lunch calls and evening calls with the leadership team. And we, it just, everyone was very, very focused and it forced us to be truly out of the box in terms of thinking of how we grow the business, how we manage our existing relationships and so it's interesting now, you know, that last, that war room phase lasted for about, I don't know, maybe as much as six months. But coming out of that, there have been a couple of things that really changed for us. And one, and, and, and I'm going to mention a couple. So one of them is that we do a literally a 15 minute call every morning with the leaders of the company. And it's just a very quick, like, boom, 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 check in. And that has been critical in a world where we're all kind of not in the same office anymore, right? Two is that we 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 have built something w- w- which is what we call a U-led enterprise, which is, you know, we're not um, we don't dictate to any employee where they're based. We've designed a model where um, 
an individual can, we give them an office. We've done a you know, global deal with a shared working company to give them an office wherever they are. If they so choose, they can work at home if they want as well. But you know, we, we're, we don't evaluate you by looking over your shoulder. I really, really praise the team that we have at Canary where we all just looked at it. We were, we accepted the situation. You know, there's like, it's really important to accept it, accept where you are, accept what's exactly happening on the table. Look at that data and just say, look, this is the real data. Don't, don't waste time on what you want it to be. Accept it. And then reshape and and go from there. I didn't know. And I was going to actually ask you for like a CEO nugget. And this might actually be it. Is it that ability that I guess advice you would give yourself or, or, or even somebody you might be mentoring? Would it be to really understand that, I guess, perfection is something that, you know, isn't really real. It's a fallacy. It doesn't exist. But it's the idea of those people that become successful are constantly iterating, getting better, improving, not going without mistakes, but continuing to kind of get to where they want to be. I, I think so. I think it's embracing that process of continuous learning and building a system around that. So when I see, uh, you know, younger folks, or I don't want to say younger, I would say anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, um, sometimes actually, I would say the older folks struggle with this even more is don't, don't, don't get locked in on, you know, your logo or, you know, your brand messaging or, you know, one thing or that you know, keep moving, move, 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 make sure that, you know, you get it going as a, you know, minimum viable product, get clients, see what they say, learn from what they've said, keep going, go, 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 go. Um, it's a real, real problem when people lock in too long and just can't, can't shift or still are like focused on their logo and like, oh, you know, we have to get the logo right. Are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, if I ran an identity consultancy or branding agency, maybe I'd be happy about that. But it's a, it's a, that's just a waste of it's a huge waste of money and time. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, I say so often that I feel like I, and I've heard, you know, continuously that we get so much, you know, we get so stuck in on the how instead of the why. Like if you have a mission, you know, making sure you understand like what you're doing to try to, to make that impact rather than how if you say, OK, well, the logo needs to have three stripes instead of two. You're mm -hmm. focused more on the how rather than. This is the mission and we have to be able to pivot. We have to iterate. We have to change so that we can get to ultimately serving that mission. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Ben, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, it's been an interesting one. When I first became a CEO, I naively thought perhaps that I was I was dictating the direction of a business, right? But what you you quickly learn that a CEO really is, is you're someone who is stewarding, uh, stewarding the vision of a company. And it's a collective, it's a collective vision. And you're stewarding the direction of that business and, and, sh and making sure that, uh, that you're, you're heading in the right direction. A good CEO, what makes a strong CEO is someone who understands the limitations of that role, right? Which is a, you're, 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 you might have a big title in away but you're actually you're actually just on you know you're 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 on a vessel you're stewarding a vessel and you need to just be aware of, of that 
I think that hit the nail on the head. I love that, especially that analogy about stewarding the ship and understanding each of the different you know, aspects of that ship and, and the limitations of the role. And appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all those awesome things you and your team are working on. Yeah, sure. Well, listen, Gresh, thank you so much for being on the program. You can reach me at bantitcanary.com or you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate you, Bant. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes yeah. as well, too. But I appreciate you for giving so much knowledge and information, of course, sharing that with us today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. You too, Gresh. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.